Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to another episode of the Burton Burger Show, the Burton Burger Podcast, episode 94. Happy to have all of you lovely folks listening to us today. I'm your host, Burger. With me, as always, is your other host, Bert. We're just trying to bring a little bit of the family element to the podcast world, ladies and gents. But before we get too far into it, Bert, where can they go if they want to see some more Burton Burger? Screw the guests. Let's just plug our shit right now. We're more important <laughs> yeah. at this time. Um, yeah. So <laughs> we have been playing some games over on Twitch. So you can hop over there if you are interested in that. Yeah, over on Twitch. Well, you didn't so. start off with yes, though, so I'm proud of you there. So yeah. Uh, yeah. check us out on Twitch, though, guys. Uh, Twitch slash tv dot whatever the fuck it is b-r-t-m-b-r-g-e-r you'll find burton burger there now we talk about the guest for the next three hours here we yes, go ladies yes. and gentlemen we got an exciting guest with us today uh tiktoker that we've been following for a bit somebody that decided that he would stoop down this slow and come on our show mr g.i joel is on the podcast with us today how you doing joel i'm doing great thank you for having me Hell yeah, very excited for us to call you. So do you want us to call you, Joel? Is that fine? Or do we call you GI or Sergeant or fucking yeah. Captain? Or? <laughs> yeah, you can just call me Joel. Yeah, the GI Joel, Joel is just a, you know, username, tag type of thing. So yeah, you can sure. just call me Joel. Right. More interesting than Burton Burger. It's kind of cute. <laughs> I like it. I, I was going to yeah, say, yeah. Is, is your name really Joel? Yes, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Gotcha. All right. All right. So, uh, but yeah, Joel, if you just kind of want to introduce yourself to the audience, tell them what you do and uh, everything like that. And we'll just get right into it, man. I'm real excited about this episode. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, you know, like I said, G.I. Joel is uh, my online name for everything anywhere that you're on social media. Um, So I make TikToks primarily. That's a big part of what I do. Um, in terms of my, you know, social media outreach and everything. But uh, my story is January of this year, 2021, I left my full-time job. I was working at a large national bank as a, uh, like, you know, retail banker in a branch. Uh, mm-hmm. I left that job after about three and a half years to uh, pursue my dream of owning my own comic book shop. Um, wow. so I left there, I had a, an online shop that I had just started a couple of months prior and I wanted to kind of, uh, commit myself to it fully. So back in January, I started recording TikToks, just kind of, uh, you know, vlogging my journey as it would, the things I did every day to kind of help grow my business and everything. Um, you know, another reason I stayed home or I left my job was, uh, you know, my son, you know, my wife had to go back to work after her leave period. So we didn't want to put my son in daycare. So, you know, during the day and stuff, I'm primarily a a stay at home dad. Um, but you know, when I can, I work on my business and everything and it gives me time to work on social media. Um, but yeah, it's kind of evolved from the, uh, making TikToks and things like that to now I, you know, do YouTube and I have the shop. So just kind of trying to grow an online persona and everything, a a brand, if you will, with all of that. Um, but yeah, I've been doing that pretty much full time since mid January. Um, yeah, just trying to grow my online comic book store and hopefully we'll be able to open a real store someday in the near future. Heck yeah, man. Well, we can, we can say confidently that that online persona, uh, you definitely have down, man. 
for Thank sure. You. I mean, just the personality <laughs> and the the humor that you bring, and we we got to start with the most important thing, man. I mean, the stash is unbelievable. Thank you, I it's, appreciate that. It's beautiful, man. I mean, that's the very first thing I think we all notice, right, Bert? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've, it, I get that a lot. It's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. For sure. Is so is is the stash new? Or are you like you know what? I got to be known for something on talk. It's going to be the stash. We're going to have competitions on who has the bus uh, mustache across of the I lands of TikTok. Actually had this mustache for close to 10 years now um i was in the military and uh that was like the only facial hair that we were allowed to have was well-trimmed mustaches um so to give you an idea my wife and i we have been together for almost six years and she has never seen me without a mustache so i've had it for for quite some time um and it's just, you know, at this point, I, it's so I'm so used to having it on my face. I wouldn't recognize myself without it, you know. <laughs> sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. Gotcha. Now, now, does all the other facial hair grow in as, as beautifully as that? Or is it kind of all over the place? So you're like, you know what? I'll just keep the stash. That's what oh. daddy can do well. I, I could grow a full beard. I've, I've done it, you know, here and there. When I first left the military, I, I didn't shave for about a year. Um, and my beard was down to right about my chest. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, it's just it's it's a lot to maintain and mm-hmm. gets itchy. Uh-huh. And I live in Texas, so it gets hot. And sure. uh, it's more of a I, I always preferred the mustache look anyways. But yeah, the beard, I, I can grow one. It's just it's is it worth it to me? You know, when I think <laughs> about it. <laughs> sure. Yeah, totally understandable. And you can actually yeah. grow a good stash, too. It's really hard for anybody to, to grow one. See, yeah. my cousin came <laughs> over difficult. the other day. And he literally looked like a child molester. So it, it just was so bad. Yeah, you can you can you can do it badly, let's yeah. say. And most of them are bad. But Mr. Joel here really knows how to grow one. Bert, maybe you should take some notes. <laughs> I definitely should. Yeah. Thank you. I'll, I'll have to uh, make a tutorial or something about it. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's seriously. What you could do is it could be like in Practical Jokers where for a punishment they cut off, what was it, Q's hair, and then they made Sal, not Sal Murray, uh, wear it as a wig, like a permanent wig. (laughs) So you could just trim your stash hair and then send it to Bert. Then he can wear it. It's so fucking wear it. gross. That's <laughs> so gross. Yeah, that's that is quite the uh, the idea there. I bet you though, like if you shave your stash, um, it'll be like when Elvis cut his hair, and it'll be worth like a bag of it. it's like two hundred thousand dollars or something <laughs> like that. Probably we're getting close to that. The stash has become. Uh, kind of almost a trademark of its own uh mm. with everything i always people i always get you know almost once a day or a couple times a week people commenting that's a great stash and i'm like thank you i i take pride in my mustache you know mm. gotta take care of it trim it very carefully i don't want to nick it and have to mess oh, it all that's up so, so scary gotta, yeah, yeah. It, it, it can give me a little like oh i don't want to gotta keep it just right so thankfully this long into it i kind of know some some little tricks and stuff to kind of cover up any mistakes. <laughs> okay. Sure. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm looking at your profile picture and even just scrolling through some of your, your videos on talk here, just <laughs> like at a glance. I mean, it, it look it's so good that it looks fake. Like it literally <laughs> looks like you just like are wearing like a disguise mustache, but then it's actually a willy groomed, trimmed out, <laughs> beautiful son of a gun. So, well, I appreciate we're, that. <laughs> what we're saying is we're jealous because we can't grow facial hair. We're shit. 
I gotcha. <laughs> Just a little bit of time uh, and miracle grow, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bert's sitting there like pouting because he's like, oh, I can grow shit. No, you can't. I, I've seen it. It's, it's bad. It's bad. So, um, but, but for both of us too. So we're yeah. trying to be men, but. Anyways, man, I mean, just just going into some more stuff. I mean, diving right into it. The thing that um, that helped me kind of come across your stuff, Joel, mm-hmm. was the big video that you had with Mr. Gary V. Yes. Yeah, that video yeah. was uh, fairly popular on his page. I reposted it on mine. Yeah, that was uh, quite the experience getting to meet him briefly there. Yeah. I bet, and and that's awesome, and and I I wanted to talk about that a little bit. I didn't want to go into too much um, stuff about that because we're yeah. here to talk to Joel. But this is a this is a pretty exciting thing to be able to talk to somebody like like Gary V there. So how did that kind of come up to where you were able to meet? Because the only thing I think I've seen on it is like his clip of you. What was it doing the nine to twelve minutes or whatever, and then I, yeah, I pitched it yeah. to you, and now here you are. So I yeah. guess it does work. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Um, so I listen to the Gary V podcast fairly regularly. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I'm walking the dogs or something like that. Uh, but there's a new series that he started a couple of weeks ago, and it's the one that I was on um, called F Yeah Fridays. And they live stream it on LinkedIn. It's with the founder of this. Um, I wouldn't say they're like a venture capitalist firm, but like an investment firm that is a uh, clear co they're trying to do an, uh, investing in startups and things a little bit differently. Um, but yeah, I listened to like the first episode that they did. It was, you know, on the podcast got syndicated on there. And at the end of the podcast, they're like, if you would like to have a chance to be on the uh, FBI Friday show, um, you know, go to the link in the description, fill out the form. And I did. And then about a week later or so, I got an email from someone from the the firm, the Clearco Investment Firm, asking me if I wanted to be on the Gary V podcast or the Gary, you know, on with him and with Gary V and with uh, Michelle, who was the other host. Uh, and I was like, I was a little skeptical of it first. I was like, is this legit? Did this actually come mm. from from them? Um, and then after a little bit of research, I was like, no, this is this is the real deal. Um, so yeah, I, I did that and they had me on. It was me and another creator who is on an artist from Portugal who is on TikTok and on Instagram and stuff. But her and I are following size and our, our influence and stuff is pretty close in size. So I think they're trying to just have people in more creative positions and stuff. And I was able to go on for a live stream with Gary, do a couple of questions with him um kind of about strategic stuff for growing a business growing a band marketing of course that's his whole thing um Mm. and during that time i i knew going in that i wanted to try to get him on my youtube channel and get an interview with him um by me sure and i've heard people ask him before because like i said i've been listening to him for a couple of years now you know i've read some of his books and stuff um i was like well he always says ask for short periods of time and i did that and he said yes so that was a pretty cool experience yeah Hmm. yeah that he was he was very excited that you did that man he was very proud of you yeah yeah he i I, like i said i I listened to him i even told him at the time i was like i listen to you all the time i know how to talk to you um yeah because that's what he says he's like as i've heard people ask him and other podcasts and stuff if like oh gary can you come and do an interview and they'll say like, "Can I get thirty minutes of your time?" 
And he's like, if you had asked for 10 minutes of my time, I would have said yes. So I was like, I'll ask for mm-hmm. somewhere around 10 minutes. And yeah, he ended mm-hmm. up, you know, I got it all scheduled and everything. Going to be interviewing him uh, in a month or two. So looking forward to it. He's a nice guy. It's nice yeah. being able to talk to him and stuff. So yeah, that's happening hmm. in January, right? You wanted to talk about comic books or, or something like that, right? Yeah, we're going to be discussing uh, NFTs. That's a space that he's pretty heavily involved in. Okay. And kind of their future in the comic book collecting and everything like that. Um, okay. Not something that gets discussed a lot within the, the greater kind of comic book community. So I kind of wanted to be part of starting that conversation. Sure. Well, that should be very helpful for you, man. I mean, you already yeah. got a pretty yeah. nice audience now, but Gary Vee has like over 10 million followers on talk. So yeah. yeah, he's got a he's a very successful individual. Yes. Yeah. So it was, uh, you know, it's one of those things I've been listening to him for a long time. I always thought maybe I'd have a chance to meet him at a keynote or something. But the fact mm-hmm. that I get to interview him now uh, is pretty cool. I never thought it was going to happen. And it, it kind of worked out for me. So <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm sure you're literally going to have it all scheduled out like you're going to have notes and bullet points. You're like, we're going to ask him then this at this. Minute, oh, yeah. 30 second yeah. mark. And you're going to milk <laughs> as much of that. 10 minutes as you possibly can, which would be oh, yeah. the absolute smartest thing you yeah. can do. <laughs> yeah, I've already started working on everything to ask him. So it's, it is yeah. well underway, the uh, the planning of all of that, because it is definitely mm-hmm. got to get the most out of it to, uh, you know, bring value to my audience and, of course, get the most time out of him that I can. So yeah. who knows? Maybe I can get him going and it'll be longer than 10 minutes. That's kind of the goal. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely, I know that happens a lot with, with mm-hmm. people is they come on for that and then uh, you, you get them going about something and then um, you, you can really get some more time on them. Just call them a bitch or something, then I'm sure it'll keep going. <laughs> um, that's kind buttons, of my plan. Yeah. It's yeah, just yeah. like, hey, can I take 30 minutes out of your time? Well, no, if you said 10 minutes, I would have said, yes, okay, but I don't want you on for 10 minutes, so fuck <laughs> off. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll just talk crap about the Jets or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go. exactly. There you go. Big so, Jets fan, no, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really exciting, though, that you, you got out, and it had to be super exciting. To, like, did you know he was going to post that on TikTok, or uh, was that kind of a surprise to you? All of a sudden, people were like, yo, you're on Gary's channel. I mean, I figured he would post it or, you know, his team would post it um, around on social media. That's like a big part of what they do. Did not though they were going to do it on TikTok and then tag me in it, which was pretty cool um, mm-hmm. for that. You know, they gave me a kind of a nice boost that day. Uh, but I mean, I figured it would happen. I just wasn't really expecting anything. Um I'm in my phone all day anyway, so I mean it was pretty cool mm-hmm. being able to, you know, all of a sudden get a, a at Gary V mentioned you in his video notification. That's <laughs> yeah. not something that happens very often, so it was a nice yeah. little surprise to see it on there. I wasn't expecting it, but uh, it was cool for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, I mean the balls you have on you, dude, for you to ask that question, <laughs> like, like is is so respectable. Thank Seriously, <laughs> it's like it's like the guys is ball size in Squid Games and one of the VIP members there. Like, I I was just I would be so scared to do that. Any, it's nice with with texting or Instagram or mm-hmm. uh, Twitter. Like you can just send them a DM, man. I mean, I can call anybody anything <laughs> over yeah. a text message <laughs> for the most part. But um, but to be there like in person, it's just like. You could kind of see, like, when you were getting ready to ask him, he was kind of like, oh, shifting I don't know, around man. a little bit. Yeah. Be busy. And then you. 
pulled out his own, you know, medicine on him. And then next yep. thing you know, he's he's here, man. So it, it looks like in your face, too, you're like, okay, I'm going to ask him to come on my show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it worked out, man. Yeah, I mean, I figured I was like, I got all my questions in. Um, and I was like, I'm, I might as well go for it. I kind of wanted to when going in. I was like, I got to shoot my shot. I got to try uh-huh. and, and get him on and get an interview with him. I was like, this is my opportunity. And, uh, you know, it went for it. You know, I guess fortune favors the bold sometimes because it was mm-hmm. I was a little nervous asking him. I was like, man, I'm about to get shot down on, a, you know, LinkedIn live stream with thousands of people watching. I was like, well, I got to go for it. So I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's ballsy. Very cool. That's ballsy, super respectful, <laughs> man. But that—that's—that's that's awesome. I don't, fuck, I don't even know. I'd be like, "Yo, Gary, you want to come on Burton Burger?" And he'd be like, "No," and I'm like, "Okay, fuck you too." <laughs> that's it. Uh, yeah. No, that—that's awesome. All right, so enough about uh, Mr. V talk here. We got to talk about the GI Joeler, our buddy here. So, Bert, why don't you? Uh, we'll start off the conversation here since it's been approximately 15 minutes since you said your last word. Yeah, um, especially yeah. since you DC'd from the fucking call. So. <laughs> I was freaking out. Yeah. yeah don't worry. Brother. I only made fun I of your connected. facial hair and said you couldn't grow shit. So. Yeah. No, I did actually hear that. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay, good. You heard the insult, and then you're, you just turned it off. You're like, hey, this guy's being a dick. Yeah, I had to pretend, yeah, I had to pretend my internet went out. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, uh, we, we have a guest today, Bert. So, uh, we do. This is my buddy, Joel. Yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you. What would you like to know about, Joel? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, it looks uh, to, to, uh, to the layman that you are a big comic book guy. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. A little a bit little of a big bit, comic yeah. book guy. Yeah. Um, I personally am probably the least uh, knowledgeable on the subject. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you better watch your fucking mouth I here. know. Uh, like, I, I honestly careful. think they're fucking weird as hell, and all of you fuckers is where bro, bro was talking <laughs> No, no I, I did used to read a lot. Never, like, the actual official comic books, but just kind of, like... Uh, I guess comic panels, manga, manga type of stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, dirty. No, I'm kidding. Um, but yes. <laughs> so, I'm curious what your favorite group, uh, uh between DC, Marvel, whatever, kind of like the Avengers, Justice League, mm-hmm. the X Men, anything. Do you have any particular? I don't know what they'd be considered like a like, like a team or a team. Yes, yes. Do you have a favorite team? Um, yeah, I mean, it kind of varies for me depending on what I'm reading. Um, you know, I read a lot of comics and, you know, my, I try not to be too, like some fans and stuff real solidified in my opinions, but right now I would say my favorite team would be, uh, the Teen Titans, you know, Nightwing, Cyborg. Um, we haven't seen them on the big screen. They do have a TV show on HBO max, but, uh, haven't gotten a movie for them yet. Hopefully someday, but I would say the Teen Titans is probably one of my favorite teams. That would definitely be cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I grew up say, with all the cartoons that and stuff. one of the ones you actually watched growing up? Uh, the, that's the one that types. I watched a lot, yeah. Yeah, they did yeah have I a, thought you did. cartoons, yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah, that would definitely be cool. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, we have a live-action cyborg, and they have a TV show called Titans that's uh, loosely based around like the comic books. Things are a little bit different um, on there. I just recently started watching that one. Um, but it would be cool to get them a live action version of them on, on a movie or, you know, something like that. But yeah, I would say right now I'm reading a couple teen Titans books. 
uh, that are on a, a regular basis right now. So they're kind of at the top of my list. Huh. I totally, <laughs> I'm always, I'm always telling, uh, like I told the last um, comic book guy that came on, I'm like, yeah, dude, X-Men's my favorite. They got yeah. Toad, they got Wolverine. Toad. But, you I start that off with favorite. Toad. When you talk about X-Men, the yeah. very first one you talk it's about toad. is Toad. <laughs> I, I literally thought you got Mario choice. and fucking X-Men mixed up, but I'm glad <laughs> no, no. Frog Boy is where you started that conversation. Yeah, but that's like, I always, I don't know how I forgot about Team Toad. Titans. But yeah, yeah no, 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 a, Toad, no, yeah. Not a super, super popular one all the time with Teen Titans, but X-Men are great too. I, I do love the X-Men. Um, mm-hmm. It's just hard to keep up with the X-Men because I think right now they have like six or seven titles that are running because you have, you know, you have X-Men, you have X-Force, you have X-Factor. Um, they have all these different teams and stuff that kind of, you know, I say that like the X-Men are like their universe within a universe. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you have the greater Marvel storyline and everything. And then the mm-hmm. X-Men have their own thing going on within that universe. That's very separate uh, yeah. and kind of covers all the things that you would see in like the rest of the Marvel universe, you know, they have their magic side, they have their space side, you know, they have their more uh, grounded action teams and stuff like that. So you kind of get like everything that you would get from the rest of Marvel comics. You can just get that in Um, Mm X-Men. That's because X-Men are probably the best thing Marvel has ever created. So (laughs) I would, I would go say say there it's the most unique thing that they've ever done for sure. It's definitely, um, definitely up there. Hmm. So has so I've been a big superhero fan my whole entire life. Um, mm-hmm. I started with the McGuire movies. Um, nice. I'm sure you've seen them, right? The, yeah. You know, <laughs> the I, I want to be movies. like Bert and be like, yeah, you, you've you've heard of the what's that guy's name, Spider Boy or something like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dumbass, but so but that's where I started was was with uh, the Tobey Maguire movie. So Tom Holland can fuck off, but yeah, um, <laughs> unless he wants to come on our podcast, but um. But that's that's kind of where I started. I, I started out with them. Absolutely fell in love with just the superhero genre. This was before, um, they were out for a few years. So like I remember seeing Spider Man three in theaters. Mm-hmm. So that gives you about a, a time frame on when I started. I was pretty yeah. young. Um, I was in elementary school when that came out. So, um. Uh, so I, I got into those, and then I kind of moved on. Not moved on, but the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Uh, with Chris Evans in it, the Chris both Evans, of them, I really like those the, a lot. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Love those movies. Uh, and then the Hulk one um, yep. with Eric Bana Eric and Sam Bana. Elliott and yep. everything like that. Those were my big ones there. So I was a superhero guy before they were cool amongst my friends. Mm-hmm. Would you say? You were kind of the same way, like as as comic books. I mean, you you have your own goddamn store for, for fuck's <laughs> sake. I mean, you, you gotta like them a little bit more. There, I, I I never really got into comics, but I I I imagine you've been a fan for. Uh, this isn't a recent hobby you've picked up. No, I. Uh, so I actually, when I say my love of comics and everything, actually began with like comic strips in the newspaper. Okay. Um, I used to okay. read Charlie Brown and the Peanuts every day when I got home from school. Um, still a huge Charlie Brown fan. It's one of my my closest fandoms. Um, but my I dad actually up... asked if I was getting Charlie Brown on the podcast tonight. Nice. So I'm <laughs> pretty much going to tell him yes at this point. 
Um, cool. But yeah, I started, that's where I started kind of reading them, buying like the books at the book fairs and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I grew up with, as far as the superhero stuff, it was, you know, the Batman animated series, the Spider-Man animated series, all in the early 90s, um, mm-hmm. watching them live and then all their reruns on Saturday mornings and everything um, sure. for years afterwards. Uh, I do remember seeing the first Tobey Maguire movie in theaters. I think I was in middle school when that one came out. Um, so I was already pretty deep in my love then I, you know, when it comes to like the comic book collecting side, um, you know, we didn't have the internet and stuff when I was a kid. So like, you kind of just had to fly by the seat of your pants when it came to collecting comic books. You know, I would have to either work up the nerve to ask the guy that owned the store behind the counter, if he could teach me how to, you know, collect comics or just kind of dive into the boxes and, and find one that looks cool and, you know, that was, I could afford and I would buy it. That's pretty much what I did for years was I just, you know, would go to the comic book store in my hometown. Um, I would dump, jump into a box, find a couple of comics that are a buck, two bucks. And I would buy those and read them and go back and buy some more. And I did that for a while. Um, and, uh, yeah, I kind of stopped collecting for a while. And then I recently got back into the actual collecting and everything, uh, about two years ago. Um, but yeah, it's been a lifelong thing, loving comics, reading comics, just the whole thing. It's always been something I've really enjoyed. Very cool. What is it about the the comics and everything like that that's just mm-hmm. so fascinating to you where the where the actual love for the comics come in? I think it's just, you know, real genuine storytelling. Um, you know, most of the movies that we see today, a lot of TV shows and stuff, they're based out of comic books, right? Even beyond like the superhero genre and stuff right i mean the walking dead was a comic book um you know kind of saved comic books from destruction in a lot of ways uh you know a lot of the netflix series that we're seeing coming out and that we're going to be seeing coming out over the next couple years all started in comic books um sure and you know what they're capable of doing in a comic goes beyond obviously because it's on paper they can draw it they can kind of there's no budget restraints Um, They can kind of do whatever they want. So you get a lot crazier stories with some really fantastic artwork, of course. Um, So, you know, you kind of just I've always been like a real big reader as well, too. When I was a kid growing up, always loved reading. So um, always been like a ferocious reader in a lot of ways. So that's probably a big part of it. But, you know, you just get really pure storytelling, a lot of great stories. And I enjoy the community for the most part that I've been able to kind of build around myself with it and everything. And. You know, one of my closest friends growing up, he's a big comic book nerd, too. So we've kind of always had that in common. But, yeah, I just I really enjoy the storytelling and, and really, you know, original storytelling. And you get that a lot in comics. Yeah, there's definitely more like, I don't know, more, more. What the hell am I trying to say? There's like the density of information, you know, mm-hmm. and then you can kind of use your uh, imagination to kind of fill in the gaps of the. Yeah, I guess the big explosiony stuff they have to make on the screen. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's you know just real pure storytelling. Um, a lot of original storytelling. And, you know, like I said, a lot of the you know TV shows and stuff that people like. It's you know it started as a comic book, uh, and the comic book is usually better. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, the book is almost always better than the movie, right? So yeah. So yet again, my very elementary knowledge of this. Mm-hmm. Um, on the school grounds, there was always a battle. Okay, DC versus Marvel. Yeah. Now, yeah. do you fall into that? Or, I mean, I see you kind of have a lot of everything, but do you lean 
more DC? You lean more Marvel? You know, when I was a kid, I probably would have leaned more Marvel than DC. It it's probably changed a lot when I was younger. Now I actually tend to follow like writers and artists. Um because okay. you know, in, in my kind of experience with comic books and stuff, it's not the publisher or the characters that make comic books what they are. It's the writers and the artists, you know, those are, and there is no such, you know, no writers work exclusively for one company. You know, they're all pretty much freelance um, Mm -hmm. work for hire type uh, positions for most comic book writers and stuff. Um, So I read a lot of both of the two big two, uh, but I read even more indie comics, which are the non big two. So I don't really fall on the the verses like most people do. Okay. Yeah. I was actually going to ask. I saw that on on your talk. Yeah, what is an indie What's an indie comic exactly? Yeah, it's so any comic that's not from Marvel or DC is an indie comic. Um The Walking Dead was an indie comic that was published oh, by okay. Image. Um you know, Lock and Key, which is a series on Netflix now as well, um is published by IDW. Um, some other Netflix series that we're going to be seeing here in the coming years were published by, they have actually an exclusive contract with Boom Studios, which is another um, independent comic book distributor or publisher. So yeah, it's basically any of the comic book companies that aren't Marvel and DC. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Or, you know, self-published creator. And that's come a more recent thing too, with like the rise of crowdfunding and Kickstarters and things like that. Mm-hmm. You get a lot more, you know, independent, truly independent comic book creators that crowdsource a comic book to get it printed, which I think is really cool, too. That's kind of the, you know, heart and soul of the hobby. Um, So you get a lot of that to self-published titles and things. Yeah, that's probably a really cool avenue. Yeah. Like, you know, when you have this story ideas, being able to bring them to life in a comic book. Yeah, there's quite a few of them that I'm, I'm in touch with on TikTok and you know, they go on there to promote their comics because, you know, they don't have a big company selling it for them. So they kind of, you know, go to comic book shops and comic cons and try to get people to buy their comic book and so they can make more copies and continue the story and stuff. That is cool. Um, when you brought up the, the crowdfunding thing, that made me think of something else. And we, we talked about him a little bit earlier, but um, Elvis is getting his own comic book, too. So, oh, wow. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they they have a graphic novel about it, and nice. uh, they have an actual comic coming out where he's like a agent or something like that. Very cool. What was this fucking stupid comic called? I thought it was the stupidest idea ever. Huh. Um, he was actually a big comic book fan, Elvis. Yeah, he was. He was a big Shazam um, fan. Okay. Big Shazam fan? Yeah, that's where um, most of his costumes were designed off of. Yeah, uh, Agent King is what Agent it's called. King. Very cool. We will be working on Agent King diligently. It should be released in 2022 per his ex-wife. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I'll have to look she into that. <laughs> Here's a teaser, another picture of him. Um, there was something there where she specifically talked about like the idea behind it. But... Basically, yeah, Agent King it shows Elvis like blowing on a gun like he's James Bond or something. Yeah. Blowing the, the smoke out of it, not blowing like the fucking gun. I don't know why yeah. I said that like, huh. there. Um so yeah, that might be a banger. That yeah. might overtake Spider Man, dude. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Never know. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, here it is. Thrilled to... Oh, my goodness. Maybe it's not a fucking comic book. Uh, thrilled to partner with Netflix on an adult animated ah. action comedy series, oh. Agent King. In the series, Elvis Presley is covertly inducted into a secret government spy program to battle the dark forces that threaten the country he loves. All will hold down his day job as the king of rock and roll. Well, he did get a DEA badge from President Nixon, so mm-hmm. they're probably basing it around that, I would imagine. That was the first thing yeah. that came to mind when he said agent, so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. This is really cringe. I hate this. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I literally, uh, I I just, I don't like that they said that threaten a country that he loves. Okay, now we're doing some sparse, star-spangled bannered bullshit. What was that nationalism you called it, Bert? Last oh, week? boy. Oh, Perhaps. no, they're going to massacre my boy. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, no, it'll probably Interesting be choice for a, a person to base around is Elvis. Yeah. Like that's not that super culturally weird. relevant anymore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't, probably just trying to keep his memory alive somehow. Yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah. Netflix animated series. I will, I, I guarantee it's going to sound so cringy. The voice acting they're going to do for him is probably uh, going to be yeah. really bad. <laughs> I can only imagine. They said adult animated. I wonder if that means we'll see some boobies. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not sure. Or probably yeah. just good violence. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, they probably, when, when, Adult animated probably just means it's like not for kids. It's not gonna yeah. be like a Disneyland comic or something like that. Yeah, it's probably more like a that... violence type thing. If it sounds yeah. like yeah, a... yeah, yeah, or probably maybe just like a regular comic book because a lot of those like Marvel comic books are suited for all ages. If uh, yeah, I might it be on my fucking ass here. I'm talking to a guy. That no, owns a comic book <laughs> it, it varies. They have a. <laughs> uh, there's actually comics for all ages. They have obviously like ones that are solely directed at children. Um, you know, like Crypto the Super Dog and things like that. Yeah, um, I would read that. And then the majority, I would say, kind of land in the middle. They're aimed at teenagers, 13 mm-hmm. to 18. Um, that's all the ones, Spider-Man, Batman, mm-hmm. right? Aimed at teenagers. And then DC and Marvel both have their own mature reader lines. Um, Marvel doesn't really print on theirs anymore, but it was called Marvel Max. Um mm-hmm. And then DC has theirs, which is called Black Label, uh, which used to be known as Vertigo. And that's where you tend to get more adult storylines and things like that. Um, and then the independent publishers, it, it varies greatly. Um, some are made for mature readers. Some are for teen. But they're all, there's a rating system similar to movies and TV shows and things like that. Interesting. Okay. So what what is the difference then between like those teenage ones to the mature one? Is it just like more violence, maybe more murder yeah, language to it? I mean, yeah, language is definitely one of the ones. But even then, in like, there's one that comes to mind called uh, the Scumbag. That's like a mature reader comic. Um, and I even think in that one, the language they typically, I, I think it's just because it's kind of the culture of comic books. They don't actually put the swear words. They'll just put like the symbols. You know what I mean? I think that's more of a. Oh just a yeah. commonality they, they can there's definitely comic books where they have uh swear words in it and stuff but i think it's just more of a a cultural thing that they put um you know asterisks colons and stuff like that over the swear words um mm-hmm. but it's it's either you know the language and then of course like the imagery and stuff like there's like on the scumbag there's a splash page of the main character like jabbing a needle into his arm while having explosive diarrhea in the middle of a sidewalk 
So, ah. yeah, not something you would typically see in a teen-rated comic book. Uh, and that's sure. like on like the second page <laughs> that, that they do that. Um, this strong. just huge splash page of the, the main character uh, shooting up on on a substance in the street while his pants are around his waist and he's having explosive diarrhea and people sure. are watching. <laughs> nice. Sure. Yeah, that's that's to give you an idea. That's, you know, the kind of stuff you see in comic books versus on TV. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. I'd love to see that on yeah. the next Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's an interesting book to say. Um, this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, I've heard that about, um, I typed in the scumbag diarrhea and didn't really get the results that I wanted. So, <laughs> oh my God. Um, it's the learned. scumbag issue. Number one, if you're looking for it. <laughs> yeah. It happens. Okay. Yeah. Don't yeah. type in scumbag diarrhea. <laughs> um, no. So, I I do know comic books can get pretty bad though. I mean, we've talked about, and I I wanted to jump into like the whole like Deadpool kills the Marvel universe, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I a little bit that there. Over here, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm yeah. I'm super interested in that. Um, but I I remember the official podcast where uh, they talked about like a comic book. I don't remember what it was called, but it was like all of these humans do really really screwed up, effed up things. And the scariest part is that all of the things they do are truly screwed up and messed up and everything. But the scariest part is that they're all very doable. Like they're things that everybody today could do kind of thing, which makes it the the scariest part. So um, hmm. and of course, they go into a lot more detail about some of the things that they do, but. They just show you kind of what the human species is capable of and um, the 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 very bad things that could be happening right now um, kind of thing. So oh, wow. they get it a little like, dark, though. Is it, it sounds like Red what Room, what you're describing. That is I think it was Red Room. I thought it yeah. was Red something, but... Yeah. Um, Am I am I right with that, or am I fucking making shit up, or is that... No, it's, it's pretty graphic. It's... it's uh, I only have issue one in my store because um, it just didn't sell super well. But um, yeah, it's definitely I didn't read it just because I have like a weak stomach, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's sure. pretty uh, it's pretty intense. That kind of stuff, you know, I, I like I said, I read comics for storytelling. But if you want to see that kind of stuff that's in there, too, you know, I mean, it, even if you think of like the Amazon series, uh, The Boys, um, okay, the comic book version of that, I mean, like sometimes comic book writers will purposely set out to make something that's like truly grotesque and offensive. And um, that's kind of what Garth Ennis was going for when he created the boys, he was trying to like be offensive to people. Mm-hmm. Um, so they really go for it. Uh, Cause I tell you the, the show is like a Disney movie compared to the comic book. Sure. Wow. It is. The comic is something else. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's good that when that there are comics like that out there. Um, it's obviously like kids and shit shouldn't be fucking reading them, but uh, just to show you, like, just not everything's all nice and sunshine and rainbows as the TV shows like to make. It. Yeah, like, yeah. This is real world shit. This is stuff that's happening. Uh, it, it's good to for people that are interested in that for them to have that option. Just kind of like country yeah. music. It's something that shouldn't exist. <laughs> but it should be available to those insane enough that want to read it. Um, I'm I'm looking at the Red Room right now. Is it by um, 
Ed Pisker or something like that? Is that uh, right? that sounds familiar? Yeah, yeah. It's got a kind of a crazy cover. There's like four or five issues, I think. It was a mini series. Yeah, um, yeah. I it's think it's pretty cool. Just art style. ended recently. Um, the last issue came out not too long ago. Um, but yeah, let me see if I can pull it up here. I think Ed Pisker yeah. is correct. Yeah, the anti-social network Red yes. Room. Yep, Ed Pisker. This yep, has a needle in front of their eyeball that looks spooky yep <laughs> maybe i don't like that what's the what's the name of your comic book store uh my store is gtx comics okay okay yeah. easy enough to find it's uh yeah. for georgetown texas where we're based out of okay gotcha maybe i'll buy one from you well, I appreciate it. If I'm feeling <laughs> generous, if I'm feeling lucky, don't get too excited. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'll I'll look into it though. Um, and that that kind of leads into our movie thing that we were talking about. Um, with everything, uh, as as far as as far as me oh there's a chat with us button could i send you a message right now and you would get it <laughs> yeah it would go to my phone <laughs> oh i should say sup yeah. Go on there you go. Um, I mean, I'm just checking out the website. We'll uh, we'll leave a link in uh, our description for your website. Well, I appreciate too, that. This looks pretty dope. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so the media can be really screwed up. It can be mm-hmm. really effed up. It, it, things can get really weird. And um, I think it's okay to make something that's really messed up unless it's kind of like what Bert watches. Um, true. <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, but it's just the human mind can go into weird places and things like that. And if we don't have an out in order to get these weird things out, we turn into Ted Bundy, I guess. I don't know. He said something about that in porn in yeah. prison one time. So um, it, it's okay for it. So we do this section in our, uh, our podcast. that's called booby time where we ask each guest, uh, what their most screwed up, effed up, weirdest, baddest movie was that they've ever seen. Booby and movies yeah. sound the same, so we try to be <laughs> cute and get some more likes on TikTok because you know boobs is in it. Uh, true, true. Don't 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 act like you don't know what I'm talking about, Joel. I've seen your recent <laughs> videos where you have hot girls in the beginning, and, and you're like, yeah, it's your cute little mustache face. And you're like, yo, you should check out comic books with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and 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 we'll talk about that more later, but. Uh, I did hit you up though, and 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 asked you to bring a movie to us. What, what did you have in mind for Bert and I to check out for our next episode? Yeah, so it's actually it's not. I wouldn't say it's a bad movie. It is a a really weird, trippy movie. Um, rather, uh, you know, kind of a messed up ending and stuff. But it's called A Scanner Darkly. Um, have not heard of it. A Scanner Darkly is that what you call? Yes, it? a Scanner Darkly. It's visually, it's very odd because it's animation laid on top of like live action. Um, okay. But it's Keanu Reeves, Robert Downey Jr., Ooh. Winona Ryder, Woody Harrelson. Um, Holy shit! A lot of big names. It's from the early two thousands, like two thousand five, two thousand six. It yeah, um, has to do with like drug use and stuff like that. Um, uh, but oh, it, cool. it's it's a great movie. It's uh, really trippy and weird visually. Um, obviously, like the story is kind of crazy and everything, of course. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely a a, a slept on movie 
that I think you guys would enjoy. Kind of looking at the list of other stuff that got recommended to you. Um, wow. This will yeah. fit in nicely there. Awesome. awesome. This actually looks really cool. Yeah. I've never even heard or seen anything about this before. And there are some huge. Yeah, I got some big names. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't yeah. do super well at the box office for some reason. Because I, I remember when this movie came out, I actually worked at the movie theater. That was like my first job when I was in high school. And sure. I remember seeing this there. And it's like, I don't know why this movie didn't do better. It's got some really big names. It's got some, you know, it's really inventive artwork and stuff um, in terms of like the visuals. If you look it up, that's what the whole movie looks like. It's like this weird animation laid on top of live action um, kind of art style. Yeah. Things are visually really off and weird. And um, yeah, it's great. I think it's a great movie. Um, definitely worth checking out. Sure. Yeah, it looks almost exactly like uh, Borderlands, if you've played those games. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, more, it's yeah like it has a very similar yeah. uh, appearance to it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's neat. a great movie. Gotcha. I think y'all will enjoy right. that one. Yeah, no. So we will take a peek at that sometime this weekend. We will sit down, hold hands, eat popcorn, and watch this <laughs> lovely movie together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and excited to to see it and and the whole reason why we do booby time now at this point is it really just allows us to see what people classify as weird or effed mm -hmm. up or bad or anything like that we've had some movies that are truly truly disturbing and that's yeah. what we're looking for we don't want like <laughs> snuff porn or anything like that but no. we we do want to see the the, the crazy crazy stuff out there um, and just see how weird people can get. Um, yeah. But then we'll actually have some bangers that were like, huh, this isn't weird at all. I actually really like this. Yeah. Or, wow, this movie's rated PG. I don't think you understood the question. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was actually uh, in the service, uh, a group of friends in mine, uh, of mine we would actually get together like every weekend and like have like a barbecue and then watch like terrible b movies and like make mm -hmm. drinking games out oh, of them yeah. like sharknado <laughs> i think we watched all three sharknados that were out at the time um sharktopus versus whale wolf just really crappy <laughs> movies like that yeah. um, like lake placid four you know, just these really wow. terrible B movies and stuff. Um, Piranha. These 3D. just sound like movies you guys made up while you were having these drinks. No, I'm games. telling you, there was one <laughs> uh, Avalanche Sharks, um, just like really crappy, like sci-fi channel movies, and they're like beautiful train wrecks. You know what I mean? It's just Those like are the best. Yeah, that my wife and I have one of our first our first time hanging out and like meeting each other. We actually watched Troll Two, which I don't know if you've heard of that movie. It's kind of a cult classic now. Um, is it like the DreamWork Trolls movie with Justin Timberlake in it? <laughs> no, it has almost nothing Damn. to do with Trolls. Um, oh, and there man. is no Trolls 1 and there is okay. no Trolls 3. There's just Trolls 2. Uh, <laughs> and nice. it is a, it, it's considered one of those, you know, cult classics, midnight showing type of movies now. Um, um, but man, it's rough. It's a rough movie. It's because it's, it's just so bad. <laughs> mm. oh, that's fun. But I love good old crappy b movies so <laughs> i i totally get that sure okay yeah well we will talk about your uh crappy movie and no i'm kidding yes but skater darkly i think y'all will 
Well, I, with like what I said, well, like looking at the list of other stuff you got recommended, I think Scanner Darkly will be will fit in nicely in there. Yeah, I trust no, your judgment. Uh, excited, yeah, excited <laughs> to to watch it. It, it looks. Uh, it looks like something I'd honestly watch if I came across it on Netflix. I'm like, holy shit, Keanu Reeves and, yeah. and Robert Downey Jr. And yeah, Robert Downey Jr. when he was still crazy too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> perfect. Woody Harrelson. I mean, all of these, all of these people. Uh, yeah. What was I going to say? That happened with the um, the Bad Batch. Have you seen that movie? No, no, um, I haven't seen that one. I saw that one on Netflix. Yeah, no, I was just going through that. Mm-hmm. And that had like Jason Momoa in it, Jim Carrey, Keanu Reeves, really, <laughs> all of these actors, and I've never even heard of it. Yeah, that sounds. I mean, Jason Momoa and Jim Carrey—that right there piqued my interest. But then you throw Keanu in there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it was it was crazy. Yeah, it was like this post. It was kind of like Mad Max, like uh, in the desert and everything like that. Okay. Post-apocalyptic kind of scene there and. I think I I can't remember. Society might have been fine, but what they did is they took these really messed up people instead of putting them in the jail, they like threw them out in the desert, huh? Um, kind of thing, and then they just survived. And um, but I feel like something happened to the planet to where they're out there, and they just don't want to deal with them, so they put them out there. But yeah, uh, it was a really shitty movie. I didn't like it, but um, <laughs> I had to. Uh, I had to watch it because, like you said, Momoa and Jim Carrey and Reeves and everything. Yeah. Jim Carrey played a very like small role in it. He was like some homeless man that pushed around a shopping cart and didn't talk all too much. I don't think he talked at all. I don't actually. I don't think the motherfucker had a tongue, if I remember right. Like, he was <laughs> new to shit. Um, huh. <laughs> yeah, and and Jason Momoa was a bad guy cannibal too, and Keanu Reeves was like. Oh, uh, boy king of this weird cult it was not they played roles you wouldn't really expect. yeah yeah it sounds <laughs> like, interesting i mean kind of <laughs> yeah yeah that might actually be a movie that i would suggest for booby time for people yeah. oh, um, man. it was yeah and the girl got like her leg chopped off so she was like walking around the desert with a prosthetic leg and everything and she had those like smiley face shorts on where like, you know, like the Walmart smiley face where it's like winking at you and shit like that. Oh, she yeah. had it on her ass cheeks and everything. So she kind of talked like this a little bit too. So I couldn't <laughs> forget that. So, um, yeah, bad batch shitty movie. Anyways, um, okay. going back to not some other shitty things. We got our buddy Joel here with us still. Um, yeah. What's up with the little cock teases you're doing in front of all of your videos? I don't appreciate it. And I'm like, oh, Ooh, yeah. look at this smoke show. She wants me. And then I see Joel's <laughs> just big fucking beautiful face with his mustache grinning ear to ear. Like, yo, check out comic books. Hit that plus button. I'm like, well, thanks, Joel. About it, so it worked. That is <laughs> it true. worked real fucking good. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I... I uh... That first one I did it with where the girl's like rambling on a jet ski or something, that was just like mm-hmm. a trending video. And I was like, I wonder what she's saying. And that's not even the original video. I stitched someone's <laughs> stitch um, sure. with that one. And then the other one uh, is a girl who has recently become infamous for child abandonment. Oh, nice. <laughs> she got arrested for that. She was like some Twitch streamer or something uh, that got arrested for child abandonment. So that video was trending for that reason. I was like, well, might as well use that to my advantage to get some views. But if you're talking about it, it means it was working. <laughs> Dude, it works really good. Yeah, no, I just, I had to bring it up. It's just like this girl with green hair, like doing peace signs and shit. Yeah, yeah. 
and overhauls well, it, or something. Let me yeah, I just, uh, yeah, I just yeah, I just kind of do that for uh, you know, help get views them. and stuff. Try to get you know more followers and everything. So, oh it, uh, yeah, 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 you're like, yeah, she's a baddie, but if you like comic books, you should. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, thanks, thanks, Joel, appreciate it. You're get welcome. My for that that's one. Good. <laughs> no, that's smart though. I mean, it's kind of like um, not. The the clip art, the cover photo that you choose for every TikTok where you mm-hmm. have, and it just shows a little one second clip of you going back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where you pick the most interesting one to to yeah. try to get people to, to do it. So exactly. people are going through and they're just checking this fucking girl out. She didn't have green hair, by the way. The car behind her was green as shit. But, yes, the Lamborghini um, that she had or something. Yeah, like yeah, kind of all blended together, I suppose. But yeah. Um, <laughs> But it, it, it catches people's attention and then uh, yeah. brings them in to, to let them see. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. It, it, you're, you're doing something, Joel, that gets people's attention for them to actually check out something that you actually care about, which is exactly. your comic book store and things like that. Yeah. Boy, Bert, doesn't that sound familiar? <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. Joel, when, you, when we asked you to come on the show... Um, you you checked us out on TikTok. I saw. Did you notice any kind of uh, themes or anything that's on our TikTok that I don't know stood out a little bit to you? Might be super fucking cringe or anything uh, like no. I kind of just kind of scrolled through a couple of things and got an idea. I saw y'all are doing like a, a map of like U.S. counties. I thought that was there pretty interesting. Is. God damn. There uh, she is. <laughs> there yeah. she is. Yeah. We're guess people's so, attention. Yeah. So. Imagine you make those videos with the girls being bad bitches or whatever in front of it. Uh-huh. Um, and then next thing you know, that's what you're known for is posting pictures of just our videos of yeah. bad is that kind of what happened to y'all? <laughs> that's what's happening with these fucking county videos, unfortunately. So Interesting. We, we, so we don't really advertise our, our podcast too much. We do now, but when we first started out, uh-huh. we kept things on the down low because we had to, uh, I can't have my boss finding this show. Let's be honest. So, yeah. um, we, we keep everything very secret. So it was very hard to grow. We obviously want it to be bigger than PewDiePie, but, um, until it gets there, my boss can't know about it. So, <laughs> Um, we were just keeping things quiet and the talk, we, 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 we uploaded the talks and it was just us playing video games, posting podcast clips and things mm-hmm. like that. But, um, there's a lot of cr- cringy, cringy, cringy trends on TikTok, as I'm sure you've there, noticed. There can be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where it's like people will go live and they'll be like, just send a comment and I'll write your name down. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, I don't on uh, my Lambo or on my fucking wall. Yeah, it's go. it's odd. It is a, a a weird platform at times if you're trying to like you know get people's attention and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't personally get that. I try to just you know bring value and and just discuss stuff. But people are are interesting yeah. on TikTok to say the least. Everybody's like you see it's 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 like the early days of of MySpace or something. You know what I mean? Like the early sure. days of social media again is what it kind of feels like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No people like we'll, we'll put our blood, sweat and tears into a podcast clipper mm-hmm. and I will sit down and we'll do good and we'll get some likes and everything and we'll be happy with that. But then we'll get a billion views on uh, a, a pop can crushing video. So, yeah. <laughs> um, uh-huh. 
So we decided to conform with it. Instead of just actually bitching about it, uh, we, 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 we stooped down that low and started doing something simple where I just post a pictures of a blank U.S. county map, and I say, everyone, just comment your county. Make sure you're following us here on TikTok, and uh, we'll get your county colored in. And my fucking goodness, I mean, everything just yeah. blew up after that. I mean, it just went crazy. I mean, we're we're a pretty small channel st- still. We're, we're nowhere near uh, what Big Joel has here. So, um, <laughs> But it, it's a lot better than what we were at. And yeah. what it does is it allows us to mix in our actual content yeah. with exactly. um, these county videos. So a county video will go get 5,000 views, no problem. And then our podcast views, I think they went from like 25 views to maybe 37. So, I mean, this is improving. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You get people's attention. I mean, it's all about, you know, when you get onto a platform and stuff and, and doing what's native to there to get people's attention and mm-hmm. kind of draw them in. And then you can, you know, hit them with the big hits after that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and kind of work them down into your core content and stuff. So I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And, and I also understand what you mean when you say like, I don't get into that. Like, yeah. I know it's a big thing, but it's really not my thing kind of thing. Yeah. Same way with these counties, dude. Like, I could give a shit less if my county's on some <laughs> random ass TikTok colored end. But yeah. people will go insane about it. So we just try to um, not necessarily take advantage of that, but use that to our advantage, I guess. No, where, I get it. I mean, um, I, I did the, uh, I do the like voiceovers and stuff sometimes on my main page. Um, I mm-hmm. actually did the like towel on a head thing today. I don't know why yep. I did it. I was like, this is the only time I will ever do it. We'll see how it works. Um, but I have something similar. I have a secondary page like for my comic book shop where all I post on there is literally just videos of me packaging people's orders. Um, uh-huh. Nice. So basically, like they place an order, they comment their order number, and I'll do a video of their comic sure. books being packaged, do a little voiceover and stuff. And it works because people, you know, you're getting their attention, you know, and it does help my sales and stuff. So sometimes you got to sure. do what you got to do to get people's attention. And then you can kind of reel them in and give them the good stuff once they get there. And, and yeah, that's the point, but that's really cool. I didn't know that you do that. So maybe, uh, if Bert and I, uh, uh, peel some TikTok money that we got together, um, <laughs> from our live, maybe we'll, uh, we'll buy uh, a copy of red room and, uh, you can make a cute little video for us. And yeah, yeah. Just, uh, go. My other page is GTX Comics on TikTok, so I was able to snag that username. Yeah, so yeah, anywhere on on I have social medias for both me and for the comic book store. So, Um, okay, but yeah, so it's it's all about doing what uh, what's native to the platform. That's why I do the like weird stitch videos, or I have another one that I'm gonna be doing later, like that guy that was all over everyone's for you page with the you know random fact and stuff and other things like that. So. I, I do things like that just because it's native to the platform, get people's attention, you know, try to oh, yeah. try to you get that, them get them sales to, in. So, yeah, point <laughs> them to the way you want them once you get their attention. Yeah. Kind of thing. All right. No. Yeah. Checked it out. We'll uh, we'll follow you and uh, we'll we'll get an order in. No, I appreciate that. And, uh, <laughs> well, uh, no, because I, I do want to and I'm sure Bert will read that Red Room comic, too. He'll talk oh, yeah. About with me. We'll read it together. We'll sit next to each other, hold nice. hands again. And, uh, <laughs> Take turns reading aloud. A little bromance. Yeah, it's really into exactly. that incest shit. It runs in his family. But oh um, going going forward, though, man, um, I I have noticed that you. It does look like you have an actual like fan base for you, like because I've seen people 
doing those things where they're like, name a TikTok account where if they followed you back or something, yeah, yeah. they would freak out. And you've had some, some videos doing that. That's got to be real exciting. Yeah, you know, I um, I really love people um, when it comes down to it. I love being able to talk to people, especially about something that I care about, like comic books and, and things like that, that people want to talk to me about it is always exciting. So I really love people. I love interacting with people. So when someone says that, like, me doing something simple like duetting their video or, or following them will make their day. Um, that makes my day, you know, to know that mm-hmm. I can help put a smile on someone's face. Because um, that's the whole reason why I, I decided I want to open a comic book shop, right? I want to share this awesome hobby and my love of comics with other people. So it's nice being able to, you know, be able to do something nice for folks or, you know, something that'll make someone's day just a little bit better. Um, I'm always game to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 very wholesome. That's, that's <laughs> awesome, and and that's just the the best kind of content that you can yeah. make is where you're making shit, where you're having fun, and, yeah. uh, with things. And uh, to be honest with you, Joel, I don't have fun making county videos. They're stupid. <laughs> they're dumb. I don't like them. They're not fun. Yeah. Um. Anymore, especially over the disaster we had a few weeks ago, where we said everybody that comments their county will automatically get it colored <laughs> in and. 3,000 comments later. Um, oh, man. That was a pain <laughs> uh-huh. in the ass. So, but well, I've learned to your next it, thing. You never know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ex- oh, I mean, it helped out our YouTube channel a lot, man. I mean. That's good. We're, we we use the county videos to specifically grow Burton Burger. So then when we have guests reach out to us, they can see we have a few thousand followers versus 16. You know what yeah. I mean? So no, I you, numbers yeah. aren't everything, but I know as a guest, they, they want to make sure they're going on a good show at least. They don't want it to be on an iPod nano speaker or <laughs> of course, uh, <laughs> in a coat closet with no signal and or a, a podcast where the host comes in with the guests and they talk for five minutes and the co-host makes the guests super uncomfortable because he just won't <laughs> talk um we, we we have that happen in our show all the time so yeah <laughs> um with, with with good old buddy bert here so yeah I, i'm not sure oh, yeah. he's picking up on that one um so but yeah so it's it's definitely helps but we have gone live though i did mention that we have gone mm-hmm. live i i've gone live. fuck bert he doesn't do oh, anything yeah. Um, oh yeah yeah i've i've gone live where i color in counties and we had, I don't know, I mean, Joel here, he probably gets a bunch of people in his lives. We had like 60-some people in last night at one time. Wow. It's like somebody said, like, when you're streaming, just imagine you're playing a video game, like, on a couch, and there's 60 people in the room watching you. Kind yeah. Of yeah. <laughs> there's 10 people in the room watching you. There's 20. You know what I mean? It, it's it's just really cool to be able to have that. And you can it say is. something and they respond to it and yeah. they, they, they ask you questions and things like that. And so that's gotta be a good feeling though. When you do like, like you were saying, it makes you feel good when they're like, Oh, can you follow me? It would, it would mean so much. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to be able to connect with people, um, mm-hmm. you know, wherever it is at, even if it's on social media and stuff, it's, you know, it's nice to be able to, to share a moment with someone or know that, you know, they gave you a couple minutes of their day. That's the best gift that I think anyone can give is a little bit of their time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I think it helps where the three of us, we weren't born into fame by any means, or we <laughs> yeah, weren't true. successful at a young age. I mean, I definitely was, unlike you peasants, but <laughs> oh, true, for true, this yeah, large yeah. meat size that I have. No oh, I'm yeah. kidding. But, um, 
but we we know what it's like if we're following some YouTuber or uh, somebody else on some social platform, and if they said something, if it was like, for example, like a illustrator for a comic book series that you like that's not super popular, but yeah. you would think it's the coolest thing in the world. Um, and they're making like 70 bucks a month off the comics. Like it's nothing crazy, <laughs> but it would mean a lot to you. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, of course that's, that's where I'm at too, to where when we have these County comments come in live, I try to do all of them. I try to do them in the order they were received uh, and things like that. Like I try to make sure I talk to everybody. You're saying their name. You're you're talking about them because mm-hmm. it makes people feel good. Yeah. Uh, in inside, Frank. Uh, unfortunately, I mean we're getting hundreds of comments all at once for people with their comment counties colored, and so yeah. <laughs> um, it, it, it's. Not necessarily the comments we want. I li- I like them to be like, "Yo, birds a bitch, birds a bitch, birds a bitch," yes. <laughs> over, and over again. Oh, over and that's over. what I would like to Bert see. But like, cool "Yo, talk. can you color in my county?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite part is when Bert posts a TikTok that he <laughs> worked really hard on. Oh yeah. And then we're playing video games together, Joel, and I'm like, "Yo, Bert, you got some comments on your talk." And he's like, "Yo, no way!" No way. <laughs> and it's just people asking him the color and counties from the previous. Uh, it's so funny. What the hell? <laughs> Bert yeah. actually responds. He's like, "Fuck off." <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> Wrong co-host. Wrong one. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Very funny. Yeah. No, so I mean, I guess going forward, I mean, you got some big plans. It sounds like you want to make an actual store and everything like that. I mean, mm-hmm. what what is the future for GI Joel though? I mean, I know you you talked about building a YouTube channel that it, that's starting to do well for you. I saw you're doing like yeah. full movie reviews over there on Dune and everything like that. So yeah, you know, just the plans for the store, the plans for you. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's all, you know, I kind of see it all as one. Um, You know, I I do YouTube. I upload three times a week. um, And then I'm trying to add two more series onto there. So those will kind of be a little bit more sporadic, um, kind of sprinkled in and stuff. Uh, You know, like I said, I'm a full-time dad most of the day. I don't know if you all have kids, but uh, they do take Uh, up quite a bit of your time, (laughs) especially toddlers. My um, baby cousin here takes up a lot of my time, yeah. so I'm guessing kids <laughs> do the same thing. So I, I, I spend a lot of my day doing that, but I'm trying to add in more content and stuff. Because, you know, I, I genuinely love talking about these things. I love sharing my love of comic books, of movies, of all this stuff with other people. So it's it's a lot of fun for me. Um, and then it, it drives business to the store. So I would like to continue to grow my my YouTube continue to grow my TikTok. Um, you know, I have goals for that, of course. Um, and then, yeah, the GTX comics, the goal is to kind of keep growing the business through, you know, using my personal brand, the GI Joel to drive more attention to it and stuff to the point where it can afford to, uh, rent out a retail space here in Georgetown, Texas, where I live, um, mm-hmm. and open up my own comic book shop. That's kind of the dream. I still do weekly updates of that. Like I said, I used to do just footage of my day, whether it was doing the laundry or packaging orders and stuff on TikTok, and I would kind of just talk about what I was doing. I would upload two to three times a day doing that. That's how I started for the first couple of months, um, just kind of taking video of my day. 
Um, I don't do that on there anymore. Now, once a week, I kind of do a because you know a, a rundown on on YouTube every Friday um, of the things that I've done to grow grow the business. You know, steps that I've made to kind of help grow the brand and everything. Because um, growing a business, I I thought it would be a much you know I think I went in with a little bit wrong expectations, thinking that you know, every day something interesting was going to happen, but really it's a, it's a slow process, you know, turning something out of nothing. Um, so weekly updates seem to work better. I usually have more information to share with my audience and stuff and with my followers, kind of giving them a, uh, end of week rundown of what I was able to accomplish, you know, how many orders came in, how many customers, you know, like I'll mention that I was on this podcast and stuff, things like that. So sure. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, and just a quick question. I mean, it might be obvious if you know anything about business, but mm-hmm. you you sell comic books. I mean, are are these com- like comic books you sold over the years, or do you have like deals with these comic companies to where? Yeah. Like, how does that work? Like, how do you have all of these comic books? To so sell yeah, it, like it's that? it's just a similar to most other retail businesses. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I have a tax license and a retail business license and stuff for sure. my county and state and everything. Um, so you need those. Would and you like you us go... to color in your county? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Complimentary. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, I have the, the, the business licenses and everything. Um, so you don't go to the comic book companies directly. Um, they use distribution companies um, and, for like the last 20 plus years, there was only one company, um, but thankfully their monopoly has been slowly getting broken up um, with publishers wanting to go to new companies. So basically you just set up distribution accounts with the other companies. Um, I buy the comics at less than the price that's printed on the cover, and then I sell them for the price that's printed on the cover. Hmm. So that's kind of you know a standard retail uh practice and everything i since i'm buying in bulk since i'm buying tax-free because i have the license and everything i'm able to sell them um you know all comics have a price printed on them so you just sell it at that price okay interesting yeah. so i was gonna say i mean you could kind of just play the system where you're just getting all of these business stuff and then just buying the comic books for yourself but if you're buying them for, in bulk <laughs> that kind of defeats yeah the purpose a little bit yeah i have a uh, you know subs- i have customers that subscribe to stuff that's a big thing within comic books is having like a subscription set up um since individual customers can't buy from the distribution companies directly they go mm-hmm. through comic book shops and i basically every week they tell me you know, I haven't, it's all automated, of course, but every week I get a printout of what they're subscribed to. I order those comics for them. And then when they come out, I send it to them. Um, sure. So that's a big part of it, uh, having a pull list and stuff. And then I try to use that information to help me kind of inform orders for other customers and stuff. I'm trying to get into the, you know, just buying single issues and everything. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's pretty similar to most retail business models sure. in that sense. Sounds like it. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Comic books are one of those things that I never really got into um, as a as a book. Now I love mm-hmm. the shows and movies and stuff like that growing up because, uh, and it's, again, Spider Man was my big one when I was younger, and um, I remember just going to like a bookstore and there was just some comics there. I'm like, okay, I'll just buy this one. I have, have no idea what it is or anything, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Spider-Man was with the Fantastic Four in this one, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure Mary Jane just fucking died. Yeah, that <laughs> so, happens sometimes. Um, <laughs> and like, 
Spider-Man was all upset about this, and yeah. the Fantastic Four was like, shit, this is bad. And they were talking about people that were in the previous issue and everything, so then yeah. I just kind of stopped because I think I might have been 10 years old, maybe. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, Spider-Man, I'll just get this comic. And then it, it, they're so like... It's like you can't just jump into like a episode of a TV show because yeah. you'll miss all the important stuff before. So how do you because I know you said like want to get into comic books, but don't know where to start it. Check us out. Yeah. We'll go from there uh, because you're constantly having these convoluted storylines where they're all connected. And if you miss one, you miss a lot and people die in these things. But then it doesn't mean shit because they just come yeah. back to life or things like that. I mean, what is how do you just kind of introduce people into comics? Where do you like here's a great place to start and to go yeah. from there? So, I mean, it kind of varies. Um you know, when someone wants to read, you know, a Spider-Man or a Batman, um, you know, Batman is a good example. It's been running continuously since 1940, I think is when Batman came out, 1939, 1940 um, sure. was when he first came into the scene. Um, and it's been nonstop since then. Right. So there's all this history and stuff. Um, but, you know, what I usually tell people is, do you know their origin story, which most people do from you know, the movies or TV shows, the origin story stays the same, right? Mm -hmm. So as long as you know that, like, that's half the battle, right? Um, and then I tell them, you know, you kind of have to either wait for a new creative team to come on board. Because um, when a new writer comes in and a new artist comes in, it's an all new story, right? So say, for example, going back to Batman, um issue 116 came out this week right um comes out today sure. issue 118 which comes out in december um because batman comes out twice a month is an all-new creative team so issue 118 is the new starting point right um so if you want to read batman you start at issue 118 do you need to go back sure. and read the other 118 issues plus everything that came before that not really you know, anything that's important, they put notes in the panels and stuff. They'll have like an asterisk next to the dialogue and they'll say, go back and read issues, you know, 81 through 85 to hear more about that. Hmm. Um, but you don't need to do that if you don't want to. That's uh, why I tell people, you know, it's I think sometimes people get they put pressure on themselves to have to know everything that's going on. But in reality, like just read it, enjoy what's happening, um, you know you get a lot of exposition in comic books. So a lot of dialogue dumping of information for letting you know what's kind of happening. And you kind of go from there. So they, yeah, that'd be the first thing is either wait for a new creative team. Um, you can wait for a new story arc to begin, which you can usually tell on the cover page. It'll tell you how many issues into a current arc that they are. Um, or you can uh, just jump in and start reading. Uh, Cause most comics have a synopsis on the first page of everything that's happened up until that point. Um, so the, it, the, in terms of single issues, that's usually what I recommend people to do mm -hmm. is one of those three. Uh, but the most common format that most people read comic books in are actually called trade paperbacks. Um, and those are like the much larger, you can buy them at Barnes and Noble, you can buy them at Amazon, or you hopefully buying them from a local comic book shop with those ones. They just number them one, two, three, four, five, right. Um, whatever it is. And those ones you would just read based on the, the writer. 
Um, so if you were to go to a, a rack and there was a bunch of amazing Spider-Mans and you wanted to read one contained story, you would get one, two, three, four, five, and it all has the same writer's name on it. And that's how you would know. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So it's, it's about gotcha. the creators more so than the, the characters. Yeah. And I remember you saying that and you even have like a video on your talk where you're talking about like the top five illustrators or artists yeah. or, uh, with things like that. So it's, it's just, if you like a, a character, look at their author. Look at the person that created exactly. that kind of thing, because yeah. they're more than likely going to um, make something else. There was something about it that, that you liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, that's why I tell people if I gave them a recommendation and like, oh, I really loved this book. Like, do you have anything else that's like that? I'm like, well, you probably really liked the. Did you like the writing or did you like the art? Which part of it? And like, oh, I really liked mm-hmm. the writing. Well, then you might really like Rick Remender. You know what I mean? That just happened a couple of days ago. Someone, I gave him a recommendation. I was like, you probably really like Rick Remender. He has a very unique style. Um, which, if you liked that book, you know, you're gonna like other stuff that he's written. So I was like, these are the titles you should check out, and you know, sure, see if you like them. Because if you like that one, you'll probably like these, and kind of go from there that's kind of usually how i i get people into it it's you know what did you like about it and let's go explore from there together sure okay absolutely and then the last question that i do have for you man is Mm -hmm. is a big one about the entire process i mean comic books as a whole how's it going i mean we're going on a 2022 here they were huge back in the 30s 40s 50s 60s and everything yeah now we have the MCU and everything. I mean, as somebody that owns a comic book store, are they dying out? Or are they making a comeback? What's what's happening? I think we're in a, a state of change when it comes to comic books. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, with like the popularity of digital comics and being able to read them online and, of course, NFTs and stuff, I think we're about to see a shift to where that's going to become a larger part of the market. But I do not see it as a you know physical or digital. I see it physical and digital. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's going to get rid of the other because most collectors, even ones that really read a lot of digital comic books, you know, I read digital comic books, but it never beats having that paper copy in front of you. You know what I mean? Having a physical comic book in your hand is a very special experience. That and it's rather daunting, you know, for people like you were saying, you went and picked up a comic and you didn't know what was going yeah. on. So that's why I try to be so welcoming and inviting to people because there's no stupid questions when it comes to comic books, you know, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so people want to be kind of guided through the process and stuff um, by somebody who knows, but I, I think it's going to, we're going to see a shift away from the big companies as artists and writers um, are more able to connect with the audiences and do things more on an independent basis, which is something that we're starting to see more of, um, I mean, the guy who's writing Batman, uh, you know, he's writing Batman, which for, you know, obviously he's a comic book fan, James Tinian. He's leaving Batman. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like sure. they told him he's done. He left. You know what I mean? And that's like, you left Batman. It's Batman. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, it's fucking so, Batman, bro. What yeah. Like, he's, he's walking away from Batman to go work on his own independent stuff. Um, because his independent books, one of them got picked up for Netflix. You know what I mean? It's absolutely exploded. So he's found great. So he has two of his, his independent series have both been picked up for TV shows. Um, so he's going to go and he's going to focus more on independent stuff. So I think as you know, the need for content kind of expands, the need for comic books is going to grow with that. Um, I was even speaking to a writer not too long ago. 
Uh, he was saying, you know, it used to be you wrote a screenplay and you would send that into some Hollywood production agency and hopefully, you know, it would get picked up. Now you write a comic book and you show them the sales numbers of the comic book and you can get it turned into a movie. So huh. comic books are being treated as like proof of concept when it comes to the things that we're seeing on TV, movies, TV shows, you know, with Netflix. I mean, Netflix, like I said, they have an exclusive deal with one of the comic book publishers that anything that that publisher that has good enough sales numbers will get converted to a, a TV show on Netflix. So sure. the the comic books, I don't think they're going anywhere. It's the oldest form of human communication. You know, I, I'm sure I, I think we're coming to an end here, but, you know, comic books, cape drawings are comic books. They're the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not going anywhere. Sure. Yeah. No. Well, that's good to hear, man. I mean, they definitely shaped a lot of our culture today. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. In, in a very, very big way. And I'm glad that they're finally getting the respect that they deserve. Uh, definitely having a renaissance for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like I said, I remember when the Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, Hulk, all those came out. And I'm like, boy, I know there's a lot more cooler shit out there. I really wish they would make some better <laughs> movies with this. And <laughs> yeah. here we are. Here we are. Yeah, with the yeah. MCU. Yeah. I've I've heard they've made like twenty five billion plus dollars. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Those it's so it's far. insane. Um, it, you know, resonates with people, which I'm glad to see. Lots so many people yeah. enjoying something that I've been trying to tell people is cool for the last twenty years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. told you so, right? <laughs> yeah, literally a fucking hipster, like a full yeah. blown true one. <laughs> Liked it before it was cool. That was you awesome. just got to show them the business license. You like, see, I right. told you. See, I was doing this for a while. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, uh, wrapping everything up, man, Joel, I mean, it was a lot of fun to to have you on, man. I mean, at at this point of this show, just kind of want to shout out your stuff, let people know uh, where they can find you at, man. Yeah, you can find me pretty much anywhere. uh, The G.I. Joel, J-O-E-L, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, um, you know, if you still use Facebook, I guess, too. (laughs) But yeah, anywhere that you do social media, the G.I. Joel. Um, If you want to learn more about comic books and stuff, I always reply to comments and DMs and do my best to uh, to talk to everyone that comes to me. So I'd love to hear from you. Awesome. Absolutely. And all the links will be in the description down below on the YouTube channel, both for G.I. Joel's socials and his comic book store. So uh, we'll be we'll keep in touch with you, man, especially now that you have your own store. We'll definitely buy some stuff and uh, have awesome. you package it and send it us out to uh, <laughs> Burton Burger Studios here. Yeah. I appreciate it. I look forward yeah. to it. absolutely thank you man but also thank you guys to the fans out there listening to this episode we greatly appreciate you guys sticking around for this episode it was a lot of fun remember we're just trying to bring a little bit of the podcast element to the family world that's it that's all it is (laughs) or it is the family element to the podcast world one or the other depends on how you feel when i said it it didn't sound right so that's why i said it perfect damn it Uh, yeah like i always say guys it's just comedy fucking calm down but where can they follow us outside of the podcast yes drop us a follow over on twitch we stream every saturday night spooky games puzzle games (laughs) whatever you guys suggest 
Disneyland Adventures, whatever you guys want. Oh, yeah. We'll play it for you. So, again, Joel, thank you so much for coming on, man. It was a lot thank of fun. you. I appreciate yeah. it, Al. Yeah. All right, guys, that's all we got for you for this episode of the B&B Podcast. Check us out on Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, everywhere in between. And we will see you all in the next episode. Take care, fam. Peace.